Welcome to the Scalar Learning Podcast, your central hub for all things related to education. Join us every episode for the most up-to-date tips and strategies on how to maximize student potential. Sit back, listen, and enjoy. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Scalar Learning Podcast. I am your host, Huzefa. And today we are talking about, once again, it's a back-to-school related episode. And we're talking about morning routines. I just did, recently did an episode on the book called Grit. Grit's an amazing book. And many other books talk about the notion of routines, how important it is for productivity And just like it's important for us adults to feel comfortable, safe, secure, it's obviously equally important for kids. And a great way to jumpstart the day, to make sure that everything is done correctly in an orderly fashion and without confusion, without stress, is to put things down in a very simple to follow written routine, often with visuals, colors, pictures, etc. So your kids can, can... follow this general outline, this general guide of what to do in the morning so that they can walk out the door stress-free. You can walk out without any worries knowing that everything will be taken care of. It's really cool. And what I found is I found this really cool article on a blog called Frugal Mama. She's actually a great writer. You should check it out if you get a chance. And I'll put a link in the show notes to her blog article. I'm going to share this article, read from it. And think about it, maybe you can create something similar for your kids. And her her idea is, if you're creating one of these charts, at least one of the suggestions she puts is not only to create, use one that's been created, but actually get your child involved in creating the illustrations and making that chart literally a part of him or her. I remember I had a, a homeschool student this last year, and he had a chart for all his activities and things like that. Now thinking back on it, it was a pre-made chart. Now thinking back on it, of course, should have had him draw the illustrations himself because he happened to love art and love drawing. So it makes a lot of sense. Okay, here we go. I remember the days when getting ready for school resembled a spoof on a boot camp exercise. I was the reluctant drill sergeant trying to direct two giggling ornery monkeys. Virginia was starting kindergarten, and Sophia was beginning first grade in a new school. We had just moved to New York. Mark was still a newborn, and I was adjusting to the noise and cement. Even though raising children in the big city was unusual in many ways, kids still had to be on school at, on t- at school on time, lined up on the asphalt playground at PS 183 when the bell rang at 8.25 a.m., Since I was writing about unspoiling kids, people have been asking about how we manage our family chores. Ours started here, getting ready for school. Asking children to take care of themselves on schedule is a perfect way to start teaching responsibility. Once kids can be counted on to do basic self-care tasks like getting dressed and brushing teeth, they can move on to jobs that help the whole family. It dawned on me that asking my kids to be responsible for themselves might be a good idea when our mornings were like mutiny in the barracks. It's 7.45, you guys should be done with your cereal by now. 
I would say, when I realized that there were two girls in their pajamas at the breakfast table laughing and telling elaborate stories involving potty words and dogs jumping off skyscrapers. Sophia, did you brush your teeth? I would yell down the hall as I was changing Mark's diaper. Besides exhausting myself trying to herd them out at the right time, I would come back to a house strewn with toys, last night's craft projects, and dirty breakfast dishes. Maybe it was having a new baby that made me realize I was also babying two competent kids. By not expecting much of them, they didn't expect anything of themselves. In fact, it seemed that they did their, that their job was to spend as much time resisting my efforts as possible. Here's the original checklist. So she, she puts the checklist that she first had up on in a picture. And this one's very simple. It's actually, there's no illustrations. She gives one later that's way cooler, way more intricate. But here's the list. Get ready for school. Beneath that it says, go to, ba- go to the bathroom. Wash your hands. Get dressed. Choose breakfast. Eat breakfast. Brush teeth. And in parentheses, she put two minutes. Brush hair. Prepare backpack. And finally, straighten up room. So when she first put this up, she said at this point, her daughter could read, but the same checklist could be made with pictures. And that's what she's doing for her son, Mark, now, who's starting pre-K shortly. The girls were expected to complete each task on the list in 45 minutes without reminding or pushing on my part. A visual timer, like the time timer, which shows in red how much time is left, helped them understand the passing of time before they learned to read a clock. I allowed a 15-minute cushion so that if they weren't ready, they had time to whip into shape and we wouldn't be late. How do we enforce the system? First, I impose pretty serious consequences, like no playing after school or going to bed right after dinner. Inspired by the book Parent Power, a pretty hardcore yet valuable book on discipline and raising responsible kids, I eventually found a policy that worked for me. You may remember the system of rewards and consequences that I explained in another article. In the girls' preschool years before this, I had experimented with carrots and sticks. At first, I thought that kids should not be rewarded for behavior that I felt was normal. But then after life became sour and negative, too much about punishments, chores, and frowns. So then I experimented with just giving rewards for good behavior. For example, the girls would drop a marble in a jar every time they got ready for bed by themselves. When the marbles reached the line I drew on the jar, I would get, they would get a prize. But as I explained in my previous article, kids aren't always motivated by the marble, trinket, or coin. So in the end, I found that a system involving both a carrot and a stick works the best. If they do what is expected, they get a sticker or smiley face, which adds up to prizes. If they don't do what is expected, they get an X, which translates into a same-day consequence. My daughters are now 10 and 8, and even though the types of rewards and consequences change over the years, according to their age and what matters to them, this system is still going strong in our household. So it's really cool. If you check out the, so the new list... It's, it's similar but in it, to the original one as far as the chores, but now it's got these really cool colorful illustrations. And I think she even mentions that her son didn't actually, they didn't have time to draw them out, but she said had she had time, she would let them do that. And I think that's great. Brush teeth, now she's taken off the two minutes. She doesn't explain why. Straighten bedroom, straighten playroom, put on shoes, prepare backpack. She had to prepare backpack as well. Look, the bottom line is that I remember getting ready as a kid, and it, it was always 
it, it is kind of daunting, especially even as you get a little bit older, middle school, high school. And I think you feel pressure. You want to get to school on time. You don't want to make your parents late. They can get upset with you. So from a kid's perspective, I think having a nice list, something to grasp onto, something to watch as a guideline, I think it can definitely make a difference. I would be curious to know how she in particular, I mean, that, that always seemed to be my issue was getting out of bed, just waking up when I was a kid. And then also getting all these things done in a, in a timely manner. I could get them done, but I wouldn't always be necessarily on time. And so that would be that was a challenge that I wonder. But she she claims she says she uses a timer that could be pretty effective. I can also imagine just using an iPhone to set multiple timers, have different have different songs go off at different periods, so the kids know. Oh well, that's the ten minute warning. That's the five minute warning. Maybe even make them fun songs that they like. Change it up every week. Keep it dynamic. This is just shoot, um, shooting from the hip. Those are possible suggestions to implement and try. Hope you guys enjoyed this article, and I hope you guys enjoyed this topic as well. Again, school is probably either already started for you or starting right around the cor- right around the corner. As I said, my school will be starting on September eighth. If you want to check out this article, you can ch- find a link in the show notes. The show notes can be found at www.scalerlearning.com. And as always, if you have questions or comments for me, please do not hesitate to reach out to me at huzefa at scalarlearning.com. Would love to hear from you. Thank you guys so much for joining. I'll see you guys next time. Take it easy. Scalar.